Action without intention is meaningless and intention without action is impactless. Hey everyone, welcome back to On Purpose. Thank you so much for all the love, all the engagement, all the shares. I'm always looking through Instagram and noticing your posts about the podcast. I'm so glad that you're absolutely loving it. Now, today's episode with me on my own is something I'm so excited to talk to you about because I've been getting asked so many questions about this. So many of you have been asking me about manifestation, manifesting, relying on the universe, trusting the universe universe. I see it in comments. I see it when I'm out at conferences and speaking. Every time there's a Q&A, this question arises. At the same time, I see so much information around manifesting. So I wanted to do this topic for you today because I wanted to talk about the three myths about manifesting your ideal job and how to do it right. And the next week or the week after, I'm also going to do the three myths about manifesting your ideal partner. So make sure you look out for that. But this week, we're talking about the three myths about manifesting your ideal job and how to do it right. Now, I'm sure you've heard about manifesting before. Maybe you've even tried it before. Maybe you've never looked into it, or maybe you've just heard it being thrown around. And so I just wanted to explain to you what manifesting actually is and some of the biggest myths that we have around it. And these myths actually block us from using it correctly. The thing about myths is that it doesn't mean that the thing we're talking about is untrue. It's that the myth blocks us from actually doing it in a true way. So what manifesting actually means is co-creating with the universe to attract experiences and people into our lives by sending out signals and taking actions based on a new set of mindsets and beliefs to serve and support those experiences, people, or events. So let's talk about the three myths about manifesting your ideal job, how we get it wrong, and how to do it right. The number one myth is that we believe manifesting means only setting an intention. See, intentions are powerful. I completely believe in intentional conscious living. Action without intention is meaningless and intention without action is impactless. Write that down, remember it. Action without intention is meaningless and intention without action is impactless. So many of our lives feel meaningless, feel like they're not fulfilling, feel like they're not purposeful because we don't live intentionally. We don't know why we do what we do. We know what we're doing and how we do it, but we don't know why we do it right? We're doing stuff every day, but we haven't thought about the reason, the meaning, the belief behind it. But listen to this carefully. Where attention goes, energy flows. Not just intention. Intention brings clarity, but actions bring energy, momentum, and focus. It was Bruce Lee that said, I'm not scared of someone who has practiced 10,000 kicks once each. I'm scared of the person that has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Notice the difference. It's the laser-like focus that makes the difference. The truth is that we're creators, not waiters. A creator receives based on creating. When we create opportunities, when we create connections, when we create interactions and experiences and events, here's the formula. Intention, awareness, awareness, attention, action. 
This is true manifestation. I-A-A-A. Intention, awareness, attention, action. When these four align, we can truly manifest what we're looking for. Our intention gives us clarity. The second thing is we get self-aware. We understand our strengths, our skills, what brings us to life. The third is we focus our attention and then we take consistent and strategic action. Notice the two key words in action are strategic and consistent. Often we're doing things, but they're not strategic. We haven't researched how someone's done it before. We haven't focused on how someone has experienced that before and reverse engineered the process. So what we do has to be highly strategic. The second thing it has to be is that it has to be consistent with key changes at key moments. If we test a strategy over one to four weeks and we see we're not getting results, we have to shift slightly. The biggest mistake we make is that we do a huge U-turn rather than doing a slight shift. So rather than doing a five degree, 10 degree, 45 degree angle change, we do a 180 degree angle change and therefore we don't learn about where things are going. This was true for me when I had the intention of doing what I do today. When I started making videos, and even before that, I wanted to spread this message. I wanted to share great ideas. I had an intention to serve all of you and to make a difference in the world. But the one thing I didn't have is I was not taking strategic and consistent action. What I was hoping for was that someone was going to spot my talent, as if someone was going to come out from the noise and find me and save me and take me and build my career for me. And a lot of us have that. We have the intention, but we expect someone else to do the work. We expect that someone else is going to find us and discover us and unleash us out into the world. But it's so important that we notice ourselves, that we genuinely and authentically start ourselves. No one is going to make our careers or ideal jobs for us. There is no manager, no agent, no CEO, no executive, no director who's going to do that for you. It's something we have to do for ourselves. So myth number one is manifesting means only setting an intention. No, manifestation is intention, awareness, attention, action. When all four of those are aligned, we make a difference. Like Gandhi said, when what you think what you say and what you do are aligned, then you experience peace and harmony. So often all of us are thinking something, that's intention, we're thinking it, but we're saying something else and doing something else. How many times have you had that experience where you think one thing, say another thing and do another thing? Or maybe you think and say the same thing, but you do something completely different. We're always unaligned. Alignment is key for making an impact and co-creating with the universe. Myth number two, manifesting is about things and results. This is one of the biggest myths about manifesting. When I see manifestation vision boards or whatever it may be, it's just full of things and end goals and results. Manifesting is not actually about the result. We think of manifesting in terms of a home, a car, an award, a very tangible thing. And this type of manifestation is not only dangerous, but it's more likely to let you down. It may even make you successful. Like you may even get all of those things, but it can rarely leave you happy, full of meaning and fulfillment. Let me explain what I mean. If your happiness is tied to an external thing, 
It means you can't be happy until you reach that. Now, when those things are quite huge, big, real goals, which we should all have big dreams, it means we're basically delaying or postponing our happiness until we get there. Instead, daily manifesting, doing things you love, meeting people you love, and acting strategically and effectively is what manifesting is about. It's about the process as opposed to the result. And when we fall in love with the process, the result comes as a byproduct. When we fall in love with the process and get really effective and strategic and impactful about the process, it's natural for those things, events, and experiences to be attracted toward us. For example, if your goal is to be on TV or maybe to be on a show or maybe to be a famous entrepreneur, whatever it may be, or to earn X amount of money, it means that in the run to getting that, you're basically delaying and postponing your happiness. And all those things take time. But if you're manifesting to solve problems and if you're focusing deeply how to help people and then to strategically market yourself to be seen and heard, not only will you be happy now, but you will get closer to the goal. I really want that point to resonate and make sense. When you go all in on the process, the result comes as a natural byproduct. When you do the process with depth, authenticity, and a desire to make impact and serve, and then market yourself strategically and effectively, it attracts that attention naturally. And guess what? When that attraction comes naturally and of its own accord, it's more powerful. If you're constantly chasing something to be somewhere, rather than them chasing you, it becomes much harder. Process over result. Get focused on loving the process and manifesting a daily process doing what you love. So one of the personal experiences I had is I'm so grateful today to have been on the Forbes 30 on the 30 list. I'm so grateful to have been documented on the Today Show. I'm so grateful to be in a number of magazines from Inc. to Variety to Entrepreneur to Hollywood Reporter to have a number one podcast. Thanks to all of you. But all these things, which I do believe are important and have been on my vision board, but I haven't worked hard on them. I've worked hard on making the content that I want to serve you with. I've worked hard on trying to invest in you as a community. I've focused my efforts and energy and attention and action and awareness on trying to make a difference and then making sure that these places also know and are aware of what I'm doing. And that way, it becomes much more easy to recognize and authenticate that. I hope that really resonates and makes sense. I love every day because every day I'm creating content to serve people like yourself. I put way more energy into making videos than I do to win awards or be number one or any of those things that come with it. And that's what it's about. When we're focusing on impact, when we're focusing on service, when we're focused on quality, that will naturally be rewarded when we make people aware of that impact. So I really want you to recognize that don't make manifesting just about the external end goal and result. Make it about loving the process every single day. And the third myth about manifesting is this. Manifesting is a beautiful process. Manifesting sounds magical. It sounds spiritual. It sounds effortless. It's kind of why the human mind likes it, right? It sounds easy. It sounds fun. It sounds like something amazing is going to happen. It kind of sounds like someone's going to sprinkle fairy dust and things are just going to move forward. And when I get asked this question, I always try and move away from this myth because I want us to realize a deeper point. You get to where you want in life 
just not in the way you imagined it. Today's episode of On Purpose is sponsored by Careof. Careof is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. I think it's so important that we do something about our health in 2019. It's become a huge focus for me that I feel physically abundant and healthy. And what I loved is Careof's fun online quiz that asks you about your diet and your health goals and lifestyle choices. And in five minutes, you find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. I know it can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking. I remember spending and wasting so much time, but Careoff made it really, really simple. And one other thing that really helped me is that they had vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match my dietary needs. So, all you need to do to take advantage of this month's special New Year offer is for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter on purpose 50. Take advantage of this month's special New Year offer. For 50% of your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter on purpose 50. Write this down. You'll get to where you want in life, just not in the way you imagined it. Think about this carefully. So many times in our lives, we want something specific to happen. And guess what? When that specific thing doesn't happen, we think everything's falling apart. But guess what? There could be something else happening just behind us, but because we're not open to that route, because we're not open to that direction, we're completely unaware. When I first started creating content, and this was offline when I was giving speeches and working with companies and corporates, I really thought that that was going to be my lane. But at the same time, I started testing making videos to share the same messages. And that's what had the momentum. Now, had I been so convinced that I only wanted to be someone who spoke at companies and keynoted in corporates, I would have missed out on what started happening on the other side. So sometimes our energy is so fixated on one side, we completely miss the other side. And this happens all the time. We get to where we want in life, just not in the way we imagine it. So I compare this to sometimes like when your GPS takes you down a route that you've never been and you might not even like. So you know your route to work, you know your route to your friend's home, but for whatever reason, your GPS, your Google Maps, your SatNav, whatever what you want to call it, your Apple Maps, your Waze, takes you down a different route. Now, this route is a route you don't know, so you don't recognize it. Now let's go further. Not only do you not recognize it, you don't like the look of it. You're like... Why am I going down this dirty road? Why am I going through this area? I don't like coming here. And now imagine if you're going through all of that, but you say, oh no, I, I don't want to take this route. I'm just going to find another one. When we don't like the look of the route we're taking, we often give up. But in life, and I've seen this in my own life, when I've focused on moving in a certain direction, when I've focused on being somewhere, I get to the result I want when I keep pushing through and persistently, it just looks very different to how I imagined it, right? It may not be as scenic as you managed. You may be more confused than you thought, but because it is still helping you grow and learn and it's in the right direction, if you take that path, you get there. 
Manifesting doesn't look how we expect it to look. It doesn't sound how we expect it to sound. It is so much more about your internal space than the external goal. The more you grow, so does your manifestation. When you let go of bad habits and adopt new ones, when you let go of your perspective and think about new opportunities, things start to change around you. Don't think that when you want to manifest something, it's going to come to you in the way you think it is. For example, if you're trying to manifest strength, you might be sent challenges. When you're trying to manifest wealth, you might be sent being broke for a while. I've been in that position where I had to rewire my mindset and habits around money. I had to start recognizing that there were more opportunities than I believed. I had to recognize there were more ways to think about wealth than I believed. I grew up not having a lot and therefore my view on money and stuff was, I don't have a lot. I just have enough. I have enough to get by. This was my language that was programming my mind. And I had to switch, I just have enough, or I have enough to get by, or I don't have a lot, to I can serve more when I have more. I can make a bigger difference when I have more. And so one of the biggest things here is that manifesting doesn't just come as you want it to come. It comes with an opportunity. It comes with an opportunity for you to rise and grow. And if you don't rise and grow, it feels like you failed, but you haven't. The point is to see where is the opportunity here. So now that I've shared with you the three myths about manifesting, I want to share with you three things you can do today to attract the perfect career, the perfect job, the perfect focus for yourself. And this is where it starts. You ready? Listen carefully. Love the job you've got. And you're thinking, Jay, what are you talking about? This is so counterintuitive. I obviously don't like my job. I want to find my dream job. I want to move into my ideal career. And you're telling me to love the job I've got. How does that make sense? So stay with me. Stay with me. I'll explain it. Because I know you're thinking, if you could love the job you've got, why would you want a new one? But be careful here. It can be a little tricky. One of the most amazing things to remember is like attracts like. So if you're hating your job right now, you're going to manifest that even in a new one. We've got to change our energy and the vibe first, not the job. We're always trying to change our situations, not realizing that we're put in those situations so that we can change. Write that down. We're always trying to change our situations, not realizing we've been put in those situations so that we can change. Otherwise, what we keep doing is moving from place to place to place to place. And maybe some of us have done that before. We've just been going from job to job to job and feeling the same way. We do it in relationships. We do it in dating. We do it in marriages. We do it in our jobs. We do it in our social circles. Where we keep going from group to group to group to group, from person to person to person to person, from job to job to job to job. But we feel the same way. And that's why it's about loving what you do. And we learn to love the work we're in right now when we think, what can I learn from this? Is there something that I'm going to learn from this that is going to help me later? I spent two years working at a large consulting firm called Accenture with over 500,000 people globally. I wasn't a natural consultant when I worked there, but I knew that I could learn incredible skills 
around work ethic, around negotiation, around understanding how to take care of clients, around understanding different skills and tools. I learned so much from that space that I now apply into my daily life today. No matter what job you have today, no matter what position you're in today, you have the opportunity to grasp skills, techniques, tools, watch people in action, making a difference. And when you start thinking to yourself, how am I going to use this later? It becomes meaningful. And when you're able to find anything you do meaningful and useful, guess what? You will start to find more meaning and use for yourself. So this is important. Remember, the best way to get a new job or a new career that you love is to love the job you've got. When you fall in love with it by learning and growing, you start attracting that energy into your life. And guess what? When you're learning and you're growing, you're glowing. Like people start to notice it. People are like, oh, wow, like what are you doing differently? And that's going to attract new people into your life. Now, if you're in between jobs or maybe you're out of work right now, or maybe you've been waiting for a while or whatever it may be, Appreciate your downtime. Be grateful for that downtime. It's so easy to be stressed. It's so easy to be sending out messages of complaints and criticism and comparing out to the universe. And guess what? If you're comparing, complaining, or criticizing, you're going to attract that energy back into your life. If all of your language is negative, if all of your thoughts are negative, how is that going to attract an opportunity into your life? Now, that doesn't mean that you're not taking action to take a new job, but you're also recognizing what this downtime has allowed you to achieve. Has it allowed you to achieve more self-awareness? Has it allowed you to achieve more time with your family? Has it allowed you to learn and grow that you're sitting here listening to this podcast and recognizing how to manifest your ideal job? There is always, there is always light, right? It was Rumi who said that the wound is where the light enters. So if you're feeling wounded right now, that's a space, that's a gap, that's a crack for light and wisdom to come in. And this is the important point. It's such an important point that you really, really, really have to be grateful for the situation you're in right now because of what it's giving you. Because if you're grateful for what you have, you'll receive more to be grateful for. If we're ungrateful for the little we have, we can never receive more to be grateful for. And the third and final way and the best way to manifest is put out everything you've got. This is the other side of the second point I was raising. At one point in my life, when I was four months away from being broke and I didn't know where I was going, the next day when I woke up, I wrote an email to everyone I had ever met, offering to help them with the skills I had. I made a phone call to every person in my network to offer my skills to do something for them that would make an impact. I sent a tweet to every person I could send a tweet to, asking how we could connect and work together. It wasn't desperation, it was inspiration. I was inspired to see how I could be useful to so many different people and effective to so many different people. 
And this is one of the biggest mistakes that we make. We don't open ourselves up to opportunities. We expect that manifesting means opportunities come to us. When you are aware of your skills, when you are aware of your strengths, and if, guess what? If you're sitting here and you're not aware of them, go and do a course, upskill, learn, grow, go and read a book, spend your weekends doing online courses, go along to an event, whatever it may be, listen to a podcast. Today, we're living in an age where you can learn anything and everything for free from the comfort of your own home. And if you're learning and growing and developing, then you can offer those skills and strengths. And guess what? Any of you, wherever you are in life, however old you are, you do have strengths, you do have skills, you have got some potential in you and making people aware of that and seeing how you can provide that at the moment right now will manifest so many more opportunities. I remember at that time, I was trying to do five meetings a day, 25 meetings a week because I needed to create opportunities. And guess what? Some of those transpired, most of them didn't, but it opened up the doors that I needed to open up at that time. When you open up more doors, more stay open. It sounds simple, but it's a profound experience. Open up more doors than you ever have. More will close than they ever have, but more will stay open. I've opened in my life hundreds of thousands of doors and I've walked through the ones that remained open. I've pushed through some of them when I could, but I've trusted the process too. So here are in this episode, the three mistakes, the three myths we have around manifesting our ideal jobs and the three things to do about it. Our ideal jobs are not our next job. Our ideal job doesn't have to be our next job or our first job. It takes time. It has taken me 13 years to be at the beginning of where I've always wanted to be. I've done things I've loved. I've done things I haven't loved. I'll tell you something about my first jobs. My first jobs was I used to deliver newspapers to five streets in my area. I was around 14 years old. I used to make around 15 pounds per week at that time. 15 pounds per week, roughly around what, 20, $22 a week. And that was for distributing newspapers, which would take me around that time, maybe around 10 hours, right? 10 hours of work or maybe around eight hours of work. And I remember I would have my headphones on. I was listening to some rap music. I didn't have podcasts back then to dial into. I didn't have educational audiobooks to dial into. I wish I did because I could have been spending that extra 10 hours learning. If you're commuting, you can learn. If you're at the gym, you can learn. When you're cooking, you can learn. Now we live in a life and a world where you can learn and educate yourself no matter where you are. We've already had episodes on this podcast with Russell Brand, Novak Djokovic, Mike Posner, my wife, Daniela Monet. We've had a list of solo episodes by me where I'm sharing deeper insights. You're able to learn wherever you are. That was my first job. I wish I dialed into podcasts and episodes. I wish I could have. But that was my first job. My second job was I worked at a company called Morrison's, which is Walmart in England, very similar. And I used to stack shelves all the time. That wasn't my dream job. That wasn't the perfect job for me, but that's what I did. I stacked shelves. I used to bring in containers with deliveries. It was physically taxing. It wasn't mentally stimulating, but it's what I had to do. After that, I worked in retail for a bunch of years, just hanging up clothes 
folding pairs of jeans, whatever it was. I've had so many jobs in my life where I've done so many things, but I've focused on learning one thing from each of them. When I did the newspaper delivery service, it made me realize the discipline of doing the same thing over and over again and doing it with more quality. That's what I learned from there. When I was stacking shelves and bringing in containers, I was actually trying to learn people skills within the team, within the small team that I worked in. When I worked in retail, I was trying to learn customer service and how to speak to customers that walked into the store. My next job after that was a sales role where I was working in sales for a big events and business company in London. I was learning how to speak to people, to connect with them and engage them. I've learned so many different things from so many different roles I've had, even if they weren't my perfect job. Don't put the pressure on making your next job the job. Don't put that pressure on making your first job the job. Focus on learning. It will all come together. It will all make sense. It will all finally find synergy. And when it does, you will look back and say to yourself, I'm grateful for each and every one of those roles that I did. I may have hated them then. I may have thought they were a waste of time then, but they changed my life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you go back and listen to all the ones that you've missed. Use your time wisely and invest in education. If you haven't rated, reviewed, or subscribed yet, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and do that. Please, please, please go ahead and do that right now. Share this on Instagram, share it on Facebook, share it on LinkedIn, share it on Twitter, share it with someone so that they too can learn the three mistakes we make with manifesting and the three things to do about it. Take care, guys. Have an amazing week.